The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. Your home is probably your biggest asset. As lifestyles change, your environment needs to change too. Welcome to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment with Laura Minnep. Laura has nearly two decades of lifestyle consulting experience. She can help you improve your living situation and help maximize your home value when the time comes to move along to the next phase of your life. Now, here is your host, Laura Minnep. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. Our show today is finding answers and resources for your well-being in aging. When there are health and home challenges for an older individual, where do you turn? Elder Care Professionals of Ohio, EPO, has the answers. My guest today will be Kelsey Lucian. Ms. Lucian's expertise is in providing the connections for elderly coaching, continuing education, and health care provider support. EPO's goals are to help deal with the challenges of an aging family member, educate, provide support, offer benefit options, and by be an entity they can turn to for expedient answers for the well-being of the patient and the caregiver. Her services can be initiated through many corporations, employee assistant programs. EPO has a network of over 150 member companies all specializing in some facet of elder care service and over 1,000 individual professionals supporting their mission. Ms. Lucian will share insights of helping people stay in their homes with resources available. I'm sure our conversation will spark many questions today and additional discussion points for our listeners. So please remember, you can call in at one 613 or feel free to email us, laura at lauraminiff.com, L-A-U-R-A-M-I-N-E-F-F.com. Before I turn the microphone over to Kelsey, I would like to give a brief summary and introduction. Kelsey Lucian has been providing counseling, coaching, and professional training services for healthcare organizations, private companies, and employee assistant programs for over 25 years. She has a BA from Kent State University in Individual and Family Studies, is a licensed independent chemical dependency counselor with supervisory credentials, certified dementia practitioner, and a certified two young and a certified to retire facilitator. In 2002, she launched Elder Care Professionals of Ohio, LLC, a geriatric care management company supporting caregivers and professionals in the field of aging. The company operates three divisions, professional networking services, professional training services, and caregiver coaching services. Now, since 1998, Kelsey has actively participated with the Northern Ohio chapter of the Employee Assistant Professionals Association. 
Since 2000, Kelsey has actively supported the Cuyahoga County Conference on Aging as an active member of the Conference Planning Committee. Here is a big welcome to Kelsey Lucian, the president of EPO, a geriatric care management practice specializing in resource and referral services. It's great to have you here today, Kelsey. Thanks, Laura. Super. This our discussion today. We're going to share. I want everyone to hear your background of elder care professionals of Ohio. Not only how you got started, Kelsey, but what motivated and stimulated you to go off in this direction in your life? Well, I think I was uh, actually working in a more of a clinical position in a local hospital setting, and I was getting some calls from some of the companies that we were working with and um, had some calls from family members that were trying to help their parents. And that was relatively new at the time. That was about 16 years ago or 15 years ago. And realized that there was a gap in services. And when I was working with these folks, they really didn't know what to do. They didn't know where to turn. They didn't know who to call. And just ironically, they ended up contacting the employee assistance program that I was overseeing. And I thought, wow, there is a need here. And maybe there's something that I can do to start a business. Um, I always wanted to do something, you know, entrepreneurial, but I had a passion for older adults. And I could see that these families were experiencing a lot of pain and they didn't know what to do. So that's really what spearheaded the entire idea for me to start the business. So they had what you were being exposed to was they actually had a lot of frustration. Sounds to me like, Kelsey, they didn't even know where to begin. Right. And I think they just kind of stumbled upon this resource through their work. And someone suggested, you might want to call the Employee Assistance Program. And that was my role at the time. And what I recognized is that they didn't know how to navigate the services, the programs, the products. Um, they didn't understand where to start. They just knew that they had all these issues with their parents and didn't even understand social services, didn't understand the difference between private and public companies. So it was really me starting to help them understand where to begin and to look at their needs and to help them to develop some goals for their parents and themselves at the same time. They probably came to this point when something had triggered it, a catalyst. Right. I, I think that <clears throat> a lot of people, we don't think about it, Kelsey. Right. We really don't think about the stages of our life and, and, and how we want to move forward in them, let alone that we ourselves might become pinnacle in someone's life as far as helping them move forward in it. Right. Um, you know, typically what we'll find is that there's been a shift in their ability to take care of themselves. That would be their parents. And the family is trying to support them as much as possible at home. Um, maybe there's a chronic health condition that's really contributing to their difficulty in being able to take care of themselves day to day. And the family now has changed so much in the last especially 20 years that the kids are not all around mom and dad anymore right. across the country. And they don't know how to get in every single weekend and take care of their parents. And what you'll find is that you'll have an older couple that is still together and the one person is really struggling with a health condition and their partner, who is probably the same age, is trying to take care of them and their health is declining. So the family is then trying to take care of two people 
but the people who are having the most difficulty really don't know who to turn to for help. So the family ends up doing that. I have to also imagine that it's communication. Kelsey, maybe I'm sure you can help us with this. People don't know how to ask for help. And I am sure that, so you have older parents that are going through some issues. Well, my parents are older, 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. and I don't remember the last time they've actually shared with me right. something personal about their relationship right. and or their needs, mm-hmm. and also them recognizing and acknowledge, acknowledging that I'm my own adult with my own family, right. you know, my own children. How, so how is it that you are able to help people open this communication up. Right. That's it's such a common issue because the children are very nervous about how to have these conversations. Sure. And they're so accustomed to their parent being the parent to them. Right, right. That to change those roles is very challenging for them and they're not really sure how to have those conversations. And plus their parents are coming from the generation, the depression mentality where I was having to do with, you know, take care of everything for my family. And now I'm in a position where I need help, but they don't know how to ask for help either. So you've got children who don't know how to ask for help. The older adults who are having problems not knowing how to ask for help because they've taken care of themselves the whole time. So typically what I start with families is understanding, one, what's the goals? And you have goals as a caregiver and as a child, but your parent has goals and I have goals as a professional, so we all have to be on the same page. But what I've always focused on is saying that we're not trying to remove your independence. That's probably one of the most key aspects that I share with any family is that when you're talking to your parents... You're saying to them, we are trying to support your independence as long as possible. Independence may not necessarily look like, um, you know, staying at home. It may be moving into a senior living community or a different design, but we can still support your independence. And that is really key in those conversations. And I've learned also through my business of helping people to create the environment that's going to promote their well-being as they age. And we have had several guests, and it is a staggering statistic mm-hmm. of how many older people mm-hmm. really want to stay in their home, mm-hmm. but they don't know how to do it, Kelsey, and they also don't want to jeopardize their children's you know, future as well. Right, right. So I, I think that's probably the chief goal in mind is for people to stay at home as long as possible. And I think it's interesting because many times the older adults think that the kids want the house that they grew up in. Right. And it's another piece <laughs> is that the kids really don't, don't want, want the house. Right, right. Um, so they're staying there in hopes that maybe they're going to give them that house that nobody really wants anyway <laughs> and that the house needs so much work. So, it, again, it goes back to establishing goals. You know, what really do does everybody want? And what's the most important thing to mom and dad, which is safety, safety first. If you're going to stay living where you're living, you have to make sure that 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 home can accommodate their changing needs. And that could be physical, emotional, mental, spiritual. There's a lot of needs that have to be looked at if you're going to continue to stay where you've been staying all along. Um, And then the family needs to be mindful of that and say, okay, we certainly want to do that. But, you know, maybe where you're living at right now is not the ideal environment to do that in. But we can look at all of that. Or as in in my business where they come to Mm -hmm. me and say, listen, we do want to stay here. 
but we need this to, uh, environment to change right. to accommodate our new needs. Yes. And there are so many ways they can do that. And we've right. had many guests on the show that right. they offer. Oh, my gosh. We've had guests on the show that actually offer. You remember, you know, well, we maybe right. we don't quite remember, but like coffee clutches or, you know, mm-hmm. where you or, or but even book clubs. Right. Well, you know, we have guests that have offered that offer mm-hmm. services. They'll come in. And if you want to do a little yoga, right. a little group right. gr- yes. group Reiki. <laughs> That's exactly the, And all yeah. of a sudden your dining room, which you don't use anymore, right. is become your sanctuary right. of whatever that time that you found that you're healing for yourself, right. whatever, even if it's just meditation right. or having your friends over. And like I said, you're right. on the floor doing yoga, right. but changing the environment that you're in to accommodate your new needs. Right. But at the same time, improving the value of the home mm-hmm. so that when the time is right mm-hmm. and you want to make that decision mm-hmm. as you know the uh, you know as the adult in the situation right, right. you can make that decision knowing that you you have enjoyed it right. to its maximum capacity right. and also the changes you've made have also maximized the quality and value of that home mm-hmm. and you can now Feel free to do whatever it is, mm-hmm. and what and and we're gonna we're gonna take a break, mm-hmm. but we're gonna come back and we're going to capitalize on we'll call it the bucket list, but everybody understanding what is the bucket list and who pays attention to you know mom and dad right. and how and honoring mm-hmm. where they want to go in their future mm-hmm. together or not together. Mm-hmm. Okay, Kelsey, we'll be right back after this commercial break. Thanks. Voice America Women's Channel, a leader in the forward movement of women's success. Now there's a new destination for video content, VoiceAmerica.tv. Just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7. VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise Is your mind and spirit in sync? Are you open to enhancing your way of thinking and creating ease in decision-making? Are you ready to move past your blocks and create real lasting results? Are you ready for a mindset reset? Each week you will learn proven mindset reset practices you can put into use immediately to change your life and start a whole new way of thinking. Start by tuning in to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman, every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America Women's Channel. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. 
Voice America Women. Your passion starts here. You are listening to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. If you have a question for Laura Minnett or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Now back to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. Welcome back, everyone. We are here today talking with my very enlightening guest, Kelsey Lauschen, the president of EPO, a geriatric care management practice specializing in resource and referral services. Okay, Kelsey, right before the break, we were getting into the heart of it. This, I'm calling it the bucket list. I think it's because probably the movie, but, <laughs> but I love to share with people especially in the guests that I have on, have backed this up. The enthusiasm and embracing the direction we're going in as we get older. And it is a fine line, and I know this is where you come into play, as to where do we become caregivers and at the same time allow mom and dad that enjoyment, no matter what the circumstances are, even if their health is taking a hit you know, and they're having challenges with it. I know that you help them bridge that gap. Where's that line, Kelsey? So I think it's about balance. Um, most of the people that contact me are the adult children. So, and the adult children can be baby boomers. I mean, that is anyone who is kind of changing the role and becoming more of a caregiver for the parent, regardless of the age. And it is having those conversations, being very transparent with their parents and learning that is a skill in itself. Because again, you're changing roles. You're becoming a caregiver who was just for many, many years a child um, and not stepping on toes and just saying, we want to support you as much, much as possible. And you know, kids have a, a tough time doing this. And I, regardless of the age, again, I am always finding that they want to get in and do for their parents without asking their oh, parents. Oh, big. That is really um, big. So yes. it's, it's helping them to understand the most effective way to be a caregiver is not by just jumping in and taking over. It's about having the conversation and helping the parents see what they can do and also allowing the parent to give them permission to do that. So many times I'll have families that have, you know, 10 people involved, their spouses or their kids or their grandkids, and we want to design a care plan so that everyone in the family can equally take on responsibilities of caregiving instead of just one person, which many times happens as well. And having that conversation with the parents and marking down, you know, a spreadsheet and saying every single thing that happens in that person's life on a daily basis and identifying who is best or most qualified at certain areas and what do they like to do. So caregivers are in many times those roles where they're doing stuff that, one, they're not really good at and they don't really enjoy so they're probably not going to be as effective if they're taking on those caregiving tasks. So they need to identify what are they good at, 
what can they do effectively, and then find somebody else to pick up on those areas that they're not as good at, and sharing that with the parents so that the parents can see who's doing what, and also they feel like they're a part of the care plan so that they're not just coming in and taking over and trying to run their lives. The parents still are saying, okay, I can hey, see how yeah, that might help. And, yeah. <laughs> and sure, you guys want to come over and do the lawn or right. you know, maybe you want to come in and clean out the garage or come over every morning and help your mom, you know, get ready in the morning because she's having a hard time, you know, getting out of bed in the morning or come over at night and maybe someone who has a a dementia may be experiencing some sundowning and we'd really like to have somebody here during that time because it's really challenging. So to start to really pick out when those needs are and who can perform them the best way. You know, um, I've also found, Kelsey, that through my, my business, um, as a design contractor and again helping people to adjust the atmospheres that they're mm-hmm. in and a lot of them have been in for many 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 years mm-hmm. it it seems to me that when the whole family gets involved in making these alterations and changes mm-hmm. underlyingly they <laughs> feel that they're participating good in a healthy way but nobody's saying anything right. it's right. just you know, Mom, you've always loved the color blue. Why are you going with purple? And here is this interaction that they discovered that they didn't have before. Right, right. Because actually now they're they're communicating with each other mm-hmm. on a different level. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the mother, daughter, the right. child, parent level. Right. It's the human right. involvement mm-hmm. of and it feels good, Kelsey. Doesn't it feel good to make <laughs> a good. difference in someone's right. life? Absolutely. I mean, professionally, that's why I do what I do. Because right. at the end of the day, I want to make certain that I touch someone's life. That's my goal. But I think that you try to teach that to family members as well. Is how can you be helpful instead of overbearing and instead of stepping on people's toes? And you have to work with a partner and you're, you know the older person that you're taking care of it's a partnership and um, you know one of the experts that I work with she talks about being a care partner instead of being a caregiver and that's nice. always oh, I yeah, like that. that really resonates for me when I learned that I thought that's exactly what we're doing we're not we're not doing a task of taking no, care of right. something we're working with somebody to make sure that we're doing what they need to have done and then that makes that you know both people end up walking out feeling better that they're working together on something instead of feeling like someone's just doing something for them and maybe they didn't even want them to do that to begin with. So it's almost like exposing them to new tools on life. Mm-hmm. And these tools can be shared mm-hmm. so that anyone who gravitates can pick up that tool, right. so to speak. Like I said, in my experiences, when certain children, some some of us really could care less where the sofa goes right. <laughs> right. Right. or what color the walls are right. or what kind of light bulb do we have right. in the light fixture. Right. But yet there are others of us mm-hmm. who gravitate to, hey, mom, I know you love to read right. in that chair, mm-hmm. but I also see that you're really holding that book really close mm-hmm. Should we put a brighter light bulb? Again, all of a sudden, that involvement Mm -hmm. in, it's not, I love that, Mm -hmm. care, it's a a partnership. 
it's a union. Right. It's not caregiving. Right. It's it's you actually looking into caring about mm -hmm. what it is that would help whomever right. it is right. in right. your life. Right. And Kelsey, that's what you capitalize. You tune in, mm -hmm. tap in to what those needs are, and then you, I know in a very subtle way I can tell, allow them to, it, to become their own idea. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it, that's, and that's the key, isn't it? Is to allow people to feel like they discovered it on their own. And I think that's, you know, a counselor does that. It really doesn't give people answers. It allows people to already know that they have the answer. They just have to find it. Um, and I think as a caregiver coach and, you know, working with families is that many times they don't realize that they already have the answer. Right. Um, oh, isn't that help, the truth? They have to help them to find it. Um, and also turning to, and you know, my business, I have to surround myself with other professionals in the field. The reason that I decided to design my business the way it was is because I wanted anybody to contact me and to help them find the professionals that were best suited to meet the needs of those individuals. So I've got to surround myself by experts. I learn from experts, so I, you know, I can't do this on my own. I've got to turn to other people and make sure that my care partners and working with their parents are also equipped with the best tools, as you said. Um, and many of those tools come from other professionals that they would not know the first thing about meeting them. How um, to meet yeah, them. Yeah, how to meet them. There are so many niches in the field of aging and in elder care now that some of these businesses have just popped up in the last five years that were not there 10 years ago. And older adults really don't know how to necessarily navigate through that and find those resources. So they have to find them sometimes through people like me who work with hundreds of professionals um, because I don't know everything, but I can certainly find someone for you to meet that need. Well, that's why we're doing this show. Mm -hmm. It is because allowing people to be exposed, the, those of us that are out there, and most of us are doing this because we've had a personal experience mm -hmm. that has led us to a knowing that there's something additional out there that needs to be offered in for order for us, all of us, mm -hmm. to move forward in a happy, mm -hmm. healthy enjoying and embracing mm -hmm. the different parts of our life and the stages as we go through. Because mm -hmm. truthfully, till the day we croak, mm -hmm. we can enjoy life. Mm -hmm. And those moments that we extract from that right. experience in life, we can share those with those that are closest to us. Mm -hmm. And it, and I know we've touched a little bit about this, mm -hmm. but when you have the care partner, mm -hmm. we really want them, Kelsey, I want to delve into how to make sure they're happy. Mm -hmm. how, do, how do you keep people happy? Mm -hmm. How do you help them maintain that happiness? I know this sounds crazy, mm -hmm. but we're getting ready for another commercial break. <laughs> Time always flies when, I'm on, when we're you know, getting into this right. whole thing. Right. But I think that in life and enjoyment in life itself, mm -hmm. as simple as it sounds, mm -hmm. keeping that happiness mm -hmm. with everyone involved, mm -hmm. tapping into that happiness mm -hmm. is the key to not only our success in living, mm -hmm. sharing, and growing mm -hmm. together. Good, good. We will talk about that, I guess, when we come back. When we come back. Okay. Great. Thank you so much. Thanks. We'll be right back.
Voice America Women's Channel, a leader in the forward movement of women's success. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. And join us for a replay of the show on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hi, I'm Rebecca Costa, host of the Costa Report every Tuesday at 6 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. This week, my guest is outspoken former congressman and one of our country's most prominent gay public figures, Mr. Barney Frank. He'll be with us to talk about the Supreme Court's ruling on DOMA and how the Obama presidency is doing in its second term. Don't miss Barney Frank this Tuesday at 6 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. on the Voice America Business Channel. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel, leading the way for your success. You are listening to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. If you have a question for Laura Minnett or her guest today, please call into the program at 1 866 613 1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Now back to Dynamic Insights for your home environment. Welcome back, everyone. We are here today talking with my guest, Kelsey Lauschen, the president of EPO, a geriatric care management practice specializing in resource and referral services. And wow, Kelsey, I have to say, you really do have an unbelievable background. And I love the idea of where you're tapping in and tuning into these resources and referral services because I think that many, many of us, no matter what our age or our position in life, we just don't know when or whom to turn to. And also, as things occur, I don't think we're always keyed in or... Or, or knowing that it's actually happening. And so I know we are going to um, get more involved in this, but I'd like to start this off again, picking up with this whole idea of the beginning process of possibly the dementia. Sure, sure. Um, and I think it's really interesting. First of all, there's a lot of... Um, a lot of terminology that people don't understand when they talk about dementia. And I wanted to spend a quick second explaining what that is because dementia many times people think is an illness. Mm -hmm. And it's actually a set of symptoms. So there's illnesses that cause the dementia symptoms. Alzheimer's is the one that seems to get so much attention because it's the most common form. 
Um, and so then you've got a lot of other types of dementias. You've got vascular dementia, you've got um, Lewy body dementia, you've got frontotemporal lobe dementia. So you've got a lot of different dementias, a lot of different diseases that cause different symptoms. So many times people think that because someone is starting to have challenges with their memory that they say, uh-oh, I bet your mom or dad has Alzheimer's, and they jump the gun, and they get very nervous about that. So memory loss is not a natural part of aging, and that's one thing that people really need to understand, that it's a symptom. But it doesn't necessarily mean it's a symptom of a dementia. It could be a symptom of medication problems. Sure. It could be a symptom of a UTI. It could be a symptom of a urinary tract infection, um, dehydration. So it's really important that when you see a symptom that you don't jump, jump the gun and that you right. find out really what is causing the symptom. But when there is a dementia on board, it's really important that you work with a team, that you work with professionals who clearly can diagnose what is causing the symptoms. Too many times people will go to their primary care physician who is not geriatrically trained and they walk out of the office and the doctor has said to them, oh, I think you have a dementia. And I've said this time and time again to caregivers is that when you go to an oncologist and a doctor (laughs) says to you, you have cancer, the first question you would ask is, what What kind? kind? So it's the same thing with dementia is that you have to understand if someone says to you have a dementia, is that a set of symptoms that they're seeing or is it actually an illness that they're saying that you are likely to have? So it's really important that people get correct information from the get-go. And of course, where we are at in Ohio, we are very fortunate in Cleveland to have these world-class um, healthcare institutions right in our backyard. So it's important with families, regardless where you're at, that you are working with somebody who is geriatrically trained, um, that understands the illnesses that are more common for someone who is older. Instead of just going to your regular family physician, who many times are older adults, go to the family (laughs) physician, and the family physician has been treating them for 50 years since the same age, and they really have a lot of things in common. Common, right. And so they walk out not getting necessarily the help they need and know, you know, nothing negative about your family physicians, but... Um, so denial, which I am very familiar with from the mental health background that I have, denial really plays a huge role with dementias. Families do not want to believe that this is happening. Scary. It's huge, huge. Right. And unfortunately, people wait far too long to get the diagnosis and to get a treatment plan. And I think what we learn is that there's so so little hope right now in the field of dementia care that people say, oh, I just don't want to deal with it. It's frightening. Um, I know that there's no cure, that there's very limited resources to support it, that medication-wise is really not something that's super beneficial for them. But what happens is that they wait so long that the disease has progressed to a point that there really are not any any services or programs to support a person once they get to that point. And then the family is really grappling and trying to figure out what what do we possibly do here. So first and foremost is to get treatment, get diagnosed, um, get some type of assistance early on. When you start to first see 
memory impairment, judgment impairment, behavior changes. Person, you know, a person starts to do things that are very peculiar. It's not just me forgetting what I had for dinner. Um, it's me, you know, putting things away and I can never find them. It's me really not remembering people's names. It's me getting lost when I'm driving in the car where I've gone the same place every single day and now I can't remember how to get home. There are differences in symptoms that people have to understand and also who to reach out to. Um, the Alzheimer's Association, I work very closely with them. Definitely give a plug to them because they have just enormous free resources to family um, for education, for coaching, for services that can really help support the family to help find the neurologists the right or the geriatrics mm-hmm. you know, that they really need to find. So it really is starting to integrate families with services that can be made available for those people. Um, so I think uh, you know, another question that comes up for families, and I know we've been talking about this, is when does the family, you know, step in and really kind of take over, if you will? And it's such a challenge at that point because when you see an older person who maybe has a dementia issue, they may have been living in that same home environment for 50 years. They seem much more together in the home that they're in, but once you remove them from there right. and you take them out, then they start showing a lot of symptoms because that's their familiar setting. They know that so they can maybe cover ups for some of those symptoms because that's what they know. When you remove them from that setting and maybe take them to do some assessments and have some um, someone really look at them, they may perform more accurately based on where the, the illness is at. So it's really important that we take a person out of their regular setting so that we can see how they perform in different settings. Um, there's a whole area in elder law that is dedicated just to competency issues. That's mm-hmm. a really important area for families to understand guardianship and competency issues because it gets to a point when a person does have a dementia that their cognitive abilities um, progress to the point where they can't make decisions for themselves on a daily basis. And someone needs to do that for them. And it's a medical and a legal process that a person has to go to. So it's important to work with also legal professionals that are in the field of elder law that understand those necessary steps that sometimes a family needs to make. So there's a lot in this whole area of dementia. It's something that I spend probably 80% of my clients, that's my, my estimate, have probably some type of dementia issue that's occurring in the family. It seems to me, though, also that when we're talking about the onset of dementia, Mm -hmm. that we, again, we don't want to send off signals of panic. Right. We don't want to create something that isn't there. Right. And you did mention a UTI, a urinary -hmm. urinary tract infection. Mm -hmm. It is interesting, the things that go on inside our body physically Mm -hmm. that happen, no matter what age we are, and how it affects our mental Mm -hmm. um, stability and ability. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, going back to parents aren't always sharing mm-hmm. with their children. And also, they may not have children. Right. They may need, you know, maybe they have a best friend or and maybe the best friend is going through the same mm-hmm. things they're going through. Uh, maybe it's their partner. Mm-hmm. And then that becomes even more scary because the partner, I have to imagine, goes through, mm-hmm. oh, no. Well, how am I going to 
and I'm going to ask right. you that question. Mm-hmm. How am I going to be able to take care of this situation and be happy and healthy at the same time? I think the word that I mentioned earlier in, in the program was about balance. Mm-hmm. Good. And caregivers, not care partners, <laughs> who get in there and try to do everything, unfortunately lack that balance. And Many times what happens with these folks is that they are attending to all of the needs of the person who has one of these illnesses and they get themselves to the point where they're very isolated themselves because they can't leave the home. Yes. And if they leave the home, they're putting the person in danger when they leave that person. So then they don't know what to do and they end up having medical problems. You know, I've seen this happen far too many times where that the sure. care partner, the caregiver is the older adult. And they experience a medical decline while they're taking care right. of this person and right. end up um, having a stroke, falling on the floor, and the person that they're caring for is demented, progressed, and they're there, you know, not able to take care of themselves. So it's those worst case scenarios that you really try to help people understand. I have seen this happen countless times. I tell you this because of my experiences. I don't I don't make this up. I tell you the stories I've seen happen so it doesn't happen to you. And you've got to trust me, the professional, to say there are things that we can start to interject and introduce so that you don't feel like someone's coming in and telling you what to do as a caregiver, but it's at least going to give you a break and it's going to give you some time to regroup and take care of yourself so that you're not overwhelmed by what's going on and you can get some respite for yourself so that you can continue to be a good care partner for that person. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's very challenging and some of these people will never reach out. And unfortunately, there is that medical emergency that happens and the that's catalyst. how they're discovered. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that caregiver goes in the hospital while the person who has dementia is at home and they're discovered. And then that person goes in the hospital and the person that's been receiving care has to then immediately be transferred into a senior living community that they didn't want to have in the to first go place. through in the first place. Right. So you could see how the whole snowball occurs. But if they did have the resources, which is what you mm-hmm. offer, there are some very positive and good avenues right. for people to take, mm-hmm. if whether it's early on, in the middle, or even toward the end, right. to maintain that not only, I keep referring to that happiness, right. but that sense of well-being mm-hmm. together, you know, as the experience happens together. Kelsey, I know we could talk about dementia, we could talk about mm-hmm. this topic for, I don't even know how long, mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... Here we are again. We're going to take another break. But when we come back, I want to get very specific about what it is your team does to help reach out, extend, and facilitate the needs as we grow older and how you make that happen for us. Thanks, Laura. Absolutely. Okay, we'll be right back with Kelsey Lauschen. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Marsh Engel Radio is the place for asking the big questions at the center of your success. From ways to fire up a lifestyle of your dreams to the most awe-inspired ideas to launch your entrepreneurial destiny, Marsh Engel Radio is designed to shake up the ordinary, catapult your creativity, and give focus to your passions. Marsh has helped thousands, and she's ready to help you, too. Tune in every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel. Leading the way for your success. You are listening to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. If you have a question for Laura Minna or her guest today, please call into the program at 1 866 613 1612. That's 1 866 613 1612. Now back to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. Welcome back, everyone. We are here with Kelsey Lauschen, the president of EPO, a geriatric care management practice specializing in resource and referral services. Before we get back to going over some calls and emails that we have that have come in, I would like to give a quick promo for next week's show with Eric Burko, a Ph.D. who will talk with me on the inner well-being of your mind as you navigate life's journey. Big, big, big topic. Through different periods of our lives, we experience both physical and mental challenges that we deal with by talking to significant others, friends, counselors, psychologists, and medical professionals. Also, as we get older and the mental health of an older individual is not only affecting them, but their loved ones and caregivers, a trained counselor or psychologist can provide insight and a support system. My guest next week is Eric Burko, who has master's and doctoral degrees in counseling psychology to work with the specialty of geriatric individuals and their families and caregivers to help them understand where they are in their life. He helps individuals cope with the challenges of dementia, which we have been talking about today, plus dealing with the feelings of grief and of loss of friends and the changing dynamics of their lives. He offers special social support tips and insight on how to embrace the present without judgment or angst in helping navigate the relationships with loved ones who have Alzheimer's and other challenges. All right, now back to Kelsey Lauschen. 
Okay, Kelsey, during the commercial break, um, commercial breaks today, we've had a couple of questions come in. So I'm actually just going to read them off, and I think it's going to be a great way for us to close the program today also. So one of them is a very basic question, and this person, um, they must live in Detroit. <laughs> but I know, ironically, you have a little bit of a compassion for Detroit, but they really did ask, the question in ge general is, Okay, so I live in Detroit. You're in Cleveland, Ohio. How do I find elder care professionals? Well, my company actually is a national company. So that means that we, we provide coaching services telephonically and computer-based throughout the country. I have, I have clients all over the country. And my understanding of how the aging service network works in all states, all cities, is really the critical piece of this. So regardless of where you're at, working with people like myself who've understood um, how to navigate through systems throughout every state is really critical. Um, you won't find my company there, but you may find that the company that you work with actually has a covered benefit through their um, benefit program, through their employee assistance program. So typically I ask you know, employees that. Anyone who calls me, I'll say, hey, where do you work at? Because we may be a part of that benefit program that's a part of your work. That just happened Very to me good. The, yeah, just happened to me the other day. And it was ironic. This person called me out of the blue. I said, where do you work at? And I said, well, ironically, I know that I'm a part of your benefit plan. And Amazing. so that way it's okay. a covered benefit. Um, if not, then there's, it's a private, it's a fee-for-service business, but it's very, very manageable. Um, so that's one of the areas that people will commonly ask me about as well. But you might find us through your workplace. Okay, very good. So that kind of a answers our question. The next one was, if my company does not have an employee assistant program, though, how can I get them to get one? Or can I still tap into elder care professionals? Mm -hmm. Certainly. I, anyone can contact us, and I can help walk you through the entire coaching process. You might want to introduce it to your company and suggest that because there are so many caregivers in the workforce that this would be a great benefit to add on to their employee assistance program. And it's a very reasonable program to add on. And certainly employees are very grateful to their employers when they do offer those types of services to them. So that's important that they can maybe make that suggestion to their employer. Sure. I guess as we go into this baby boomer stage that mm -hmm. we really are seeing more and more people that that is becoming something very vital for them mm -hmm. and important to them in their, you know, mm -hmm. profession. Right. So, I mean, as a whole. Right. right. Yeah. That's an a, a true asset now. Yeah. And I get it surprisingly, you know, over the years I've just managed and watched numbers and I get referrals every day now through companies. So companies oh, recognize that this adds so much value because their employees are supposed to be working. They're not supposed <laughs> to be on their phone or on their internet or running mom and dad around a doctor's appointment. So when you have this benefit, it certainly helps the companies to keep their employees present and engaged while someone is doing the work for them to attend to the the elder care issue, the caregiving issue that they're going through. Well, that is an excellent point. That really is. Because really, again, this could be something that could just engulf your life. Oh, totally. It take over. Yeah. Yeah. And if you have someone who, you know, yeah. like an employer right. that's actually supporting and saying, hey, listen, yeah. I want you to be relieved. We actually offer this yes. service so that you can also enjoy your life and mm -hmm. focus on this career and job that you're at, right. that I've employed you yeah, at, right, right. that I know you're really good at right. and enjoy, but right now I see that you need 
some outside right, some help. Support. That's mm -hmm. that is awesome, yeah. and yeah. that's I'm sure within the last few years becoming a bigger and bigger picture. Very much so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Perfect. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right. Awareness. I mean, this is all about awareness. Right. right. And you know, we spend so much time at work. We're spending over two thousand oh, sure. hours a year at work, right? And many people have to leave work to become caregivers. <laughs> Absolutely. And then they have a financial burden on them because now they're caregiving and they don't have income coming in. So it's really, you know, it's a, it's really well suited for the employer and the employee to say, "Wow, I don't have to leave, and maybe I can adjust my schedule so that I can attend to this, and I've got this person that I can call, and she's doing this for me, so that I can really pay attention to what I need to be doing every day." Absolutely. Yep. That's yep. called a game yep. plan, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about the game plan, right, Kelsey. Right. All about the game plan. So another interesting one. Now, this is, again, a very simple question, but mm -hmm. this is, in fact, it's a truth in my life. Even though my parents are healthy and they're in their early 80s, are there resources we should be investigating to make life easier for mm -hmm. them? Countless. Actually. Sure. Right. Um, Big and question. Again, it's national, state. Um, I think it's really important that older adults understand the services that are available to their parents. Um, the area agencies on aging, regardless of what county you live in, wherever you're at in the United States, has a dedicated office, and they are the hub of information and resources. Can say um, them again, Kelsey. Yeah, Area Agency on Aging. So you could put in Area Agency on Aging, put your zip code in, and it will pull up the Area Agency on Aging office that you can call. Find out about supports in your area, the, the benefits, the programs, what's available. Um, also, I'll just give you a few different websites that I know I use on a regular basis. Um, Medicare.gov, great website, great I've resources. I've heard that, yes. Um, can really help in families making decisions on senior living communities, on home health care, um, on selecting Medicare supplement programs. It's a very, very robust website. So I would always say Medicare.gov. Another one that I use is called Patients Like Me. And it, this really came out of some people who had chronic illnesses and were trying to find other people that may have been going through the same thing and said, I'm going through this. Is this what oh, you're going through? Oh, very good. Wonderful, wonderful um, collaborative and great little site for people to find other people that are going through the same thing. Um, Brush Development, which is owned by Jennifer Brush, who is an international expert in the field of dementia care. She is my go-to person, has several books. She's a local person in Ohio, um, but Brush Development is a great resource for dementia care. I can't say enough about her. Um, another one would be CareFlash. And CareFlash is designed to support caregivers who are in need of support for someone who may be going through uh, an illness. Um, you can build your own online community. And finally, I would say look to local hospice services for um, end-of-life support. It's a wonderful benefit. Too many people stay away from hospice. They but are. They're afraid really of beneficial. Them. Mm -hmm. So I guess that would be, you know, my collection of goodies, if you will, <laughs> what I use on a regular basis. Well, I'm going to ask you real quick, Kelsey, because yep. we are at the end sure. of our program. And this has been a wonderful yeah, interaction. Yeah. Thank you so sure, very much you. for being with us. What is the best way for people to get a hold of you? I would say go to our website, which is eldercareofohio.com. Grand. Um, you will see everything that we offer. We have three different service divisions. We have networking, education, and training, and caregiver coaching. You can reach me directly through there. We have hundreds of companies that are displayed on our site. 
So eldercareofohio.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much again, Kelsey. Again, this has just been a tremendous show. Thank you, my listeners, for being out there and tuning in and tapping in with us. We look forward to seeing you and, and sharing with you next week. Thanks for listening to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. This is Laura Miniff saying goodbye, have a great day, and enjoy the journey. Thank you for joining us this week for Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. Please tune in again for another edition with your host, Laura Minnef, next Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll help you live in your healthiest environment.